Hey, what's up, my pupils? Today is Storytime Saturdays, and on Saturdays, I'm going to tell you a story that can help you along in your creative endeavors. Whether it's a story that I've created and written down by myself, or it's a story that I've heard from others, this is a story that has a meaning to it. This is a story that has a message to it. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Yo, 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 welcome and welcome back, my pupils. Right now, you're listening to the Artistic Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Dorian with three eyes, a.k.a. D-O-R-I-I-I-O-N. You can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that. First and foremost, I'm going to take the time to tell you that I'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast. Whether it's two seconds, 20 seconds, or this entire fucking episode, I'm going to let you know that I appreciate you for even lending me your ear. So thank you. The word of the day today is die. (laughs) And not like death die, like you just met the Grim Reaper. No, not D-I-E. D-Y-E. Die. Like tie-dye t-shirts. Or maybe you want to dye your hair a different color. Or maybe you want to dye your clothes different colors. Or maybe when you wash clothes, you use too much bleach. And now (laughs) you have like bleach dye all over your clothes. That's kind of die and based off of those explanations alone you probably can already figure out what die means if for some reason you didn't know what it meant before but i'll give you the literal definition it means to change color to transform the color of something or to soak in a solution which then causes a reaction which leads to a color change uh, an appearance change Some sort of transformation, a transition on the light spectrum. That's dye. To change the color of something, to transform something. But when you think about think about how think about how similar that word is to another word, a more scarier word, a more darker word. Die. D-Y-E sounds a lot like D-I-E. Die. Maybe that's saying something. Maybe death is no no more than a transition on the light spectrum. (laughs) A.K.A. changing colors. Maybe death is no more than a transformation. Changing. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's not so spooky after all. Hmm. Die. Actually, let's look at the etymology of that word, a.k.a. some uh, history behind the origins of that word and where that word came about. Die, D-Y-E. We can see from Middle English, I'm looking this up right now, the etymology. Middle English got that word, die, but they pronounced it as D or something like that, D-E-I-E. But then they got it from... High German, old high German, which originally meant dark, hidden, secret. And their word for it was dogol, digol, dogol, d-o-g-o-l, or d-a-g-o-l. That's the original meaning of die. It's from old high German, 
it meant dark, hidden, and secret. But now in regular English, modern English, it means to change color. So, interesting. It sounds like the word death, related to death. And the old Germans related that, that word to secrets. Something that's hidden, something that's dark. Something obscure. Also words that can be related to death. But in America, in the other English-speaking countries, die, D-Y-E, simply means to change color. So who has it wrong? Are we not looking into this deep enough? Or am I looking into this too deeply? Hmm, die. I think there's a lot of situations we come across in our lives that can use a little bit of die in it, a.k.a. changing colors, changing Perspective, changing the way we see things. For example, metaphorically speaking, a lot of times I feel like I want to die my job, <laughs> aka change my job, change my career, change the way I make money. And when I break it down to you like that, it sounds like I want to kill my job and I want to die my job. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all play on words. And there's a reason for that. We choose these words for a very reason. You might not know it, <laughs> but there's shit going on behind these words. Believe me when I tell you that. But yeah, that's that. But you want to die. You ever dyed your hair? You ever made tie-dye t-shirts? How do you feel about that word? Hmm. We can all use a little more color in our lives. Die it all. Fuck it. You know, a lot of us know the story of King Midas. But in the times that we're living in right now, I think it's the time to listen to that story again. And actually, for a lot of us who did hear that story, we were in grade school. We probably don't even remember what that story was about. And even if we did hear that story that doesn't mean we were listening to that story right because hearing and listening are two completely things which is why i highly encourage you listen to this there was a, there was a king long long ago named midas this king had a a big family you know a beautiful wife brothers and sisters who lived in his kingdom and one daughter one daughter named Marigold. And King Midas loved his daughter so very deeply. King Midas would do anything to protect and provide for his daughter. Even if that meant going to a different country and taking over their land. Going to a different nation and taking everything that they had. If that's what it took for him to provide and protect his daughter, if that's what it took to give his daughter the best life she deserved, then fuck it, he's going to do it. So that's King Midas. And as he developed that mentality of getting anything that he could, he started to become power hungry, money hungry. Because, listen, anyone you have like that can become a very formidable enemy. And that's exactly what he became to his neighboring nations. As he came in, stripping the land of everything that they had. He started to become good at acquiring wealth. 
The more he did it, the, the, the better he got. He became more strategic. He started to learn new ways to gain money, new ways to overcome the enemy and take new land. He started to become wise in the process of war and conquer. And as he did it more and more often, as he started to gain more palaces, as he started to gain more kingdoms, he started to get addicted to the pursuit of those things. He started to form a habit of pursuing those things. He wanted your land. He wanted my land. He wanted this kingdom. He wanted that kingdom. He wanted it all. And everything that resided within those kingdoms. And one day, as he was thinking to himself about ways to get more, he began to ask, how do I get more? What do I do? What can I, what can I do to acquire more money, acquire more wealth? For it is my desire to be the wealthiest of them all. And then as he said those words to himself, a figure appeared. An angel, you could say. King Midas knew exactly what this figure was. And immediately he said, please, please grant me the ability to touch anything and make that gold. And so the angel granted his wish. At that moment, the angel placed his finger upon King Midas' forehead, right in the middle. And King Midas felt a sensation flowing all throughout his body, a cold sensation, as though his blood temperature was changing, getting lower, colder. And then instantly, the man vanished, and King Midas was there in his room alone again. Then he looked down and realized <laughs> his marble floors were now gold. Then he turned around, and he, and he grabbed the first thing he could see, which was a glass. And he grabbed that, and it turned to gold. And he was ecstatic. Finally, he could acquire all the wealth he could, all the wealth he wanted. For now, he was the manifester of gold. He was the creator of wealth. Immediately, he ran to the next room, touching everything in that room, making it gold. The vases, the paintings the chairs, everything. Hell, he started to get overboard and make his clothes turn into solid gold. But this is what he wanted. This is exactly what he thought was the best thing to do. But see, as the day started to wind down, he started to tire himself out from, quote unquote, acquiring so much wealth. He decided to go get some food and drink. Called up one of his many servants and said, Hey, fetch me some dinner, boy. And the boy did so as he came back with a full meal. 
that had already been prepared that day. Before King Midas could even dig in, he grabbed his fork. He grabbed his knife, immediately turned into gold. He smiled, thinking of how clever he was for making this wish. Then as he cut into the meat, he seen how juicy and tender it was. And he bit into it. And the moment it touched his mouth, the food turned to gold. Hard fucking metal. Solid gold. His food became inedible. He started to think to himself, oh shit. Okay, fine, I'll just take some drink. He reached for the glass. Of course, it turned gold. He tried to take a sip of that wine. Can you guess what happened? It turned to fucking gold. So now, King Midas realized he can no longer eat or drink. And the wheels started to turn in his head. And he realized, oh shit, I fucked up. I fucked up. I asked for too much. And then he looked over in the corner of his eye and he saw his beautiful young daughter, Marigold. Dad, I'm so happy to see you. And as she said that, she threw her arms up, running towards him. And King Midas screamed, no, 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 please don't touch me. But it was already too late. As she wrapped her arms around him to give him a great big loving hug. She turned into a gold statue. And instantly, King Midas fell into despair. He realized his greed had taken the very thing that he truly loved. Understand the power of value. Understand what to actually place your values. It is not a material thing. It's the people. The emotion. It's the emotions and the people that give you those emotions. What King Midas wanted from the beginning was nothing more than to provide and protect his family. He wanted the emotion of security and love. But as he got more emotion, emotions, a.k.a. as he got more security, as he got more love, so he thought from others, right? Because he was such a high king, because he was getting so wealthy, and of course he's going to attract people to, to be yes men, yes women. People that don't want him, they just want his money. Which again is an, another example of not valuing the right things. As he attracted more security, more quote unquote love, he started to become blinded of his original goal. Which wasn't gold, but security and love. He wanted the emotion. He wanted 
the emotion for those people. He started out valuing the right shit and then he ended valuing the wrong shit. Those values came to bite him in the ass. He took the very things that he did value. And it wasn't until those things were gone that he realized that that's what he valued in the first place. And that's why they say you never realize what you got until it's gone. So don't be that person. Don't wait until that shit is gone. Don't wait until the universe come and take that shit the fuck away from you and show you that that's what you should have been paying attention to in the first place. Don't wait until it's too late. Everything that shine ain't gold and everything that's gold ain't fucking valuable. Reevaluate your values, audit your values, understand where to place your values. And my favorite thing to say is value your perspective. Now, after hearing that, you're probably wondering. Value your perspective. Why would I do that? King Midas valued his perspective too much. And to that degree, I have to say you're right. Sure. King Midas did value his perspective a little bit too much. And it came back to bit him in the ass. But that wasn't his problem. His problem wasn't that he valued his perspective too much. His problem is that he valued the wrong thing in the first place. His problem was that his perspective was no longer his original perspective. He changed his perspective. That's where he went wrong. He valued his perspective, but it wasn't until after he changed that perspective that he started to value it. That's what went wrong. Now, it's not, I'm not saying it's wrong to change your perspective. As a matter of fact, there's many situations where it's ideal. It's the right thing to do. To change your perspective sometimes. But in this particular instance. He changed his perspective. From something. That was good. Into something that was bad. He changed his perspective from something that was pure. Into something that was impure. His original perspective was about. Security. And love. Caring for his family. His daughter. His original perspective. Was about. Nourishing his inner world. Right. In one way, shape or form, that's what you can say his perspective was nourishing his inner world, the things that made him happy internally, which was his family. But then eventually his perspective shifted from internal to external what the outside world can give him, not what his family can give him, which was love and affection. The outside world can give him power and money. And he shifted focus. He shifted perspective from the internal world into the external world. And then that's when he started to place his values there. And then that's where he went wrong. So the problem isn't that he valued his perspective. That's what you should be doing. And his problem isn't that he valued his perspective too much. Although that's part of the problem and anyone can fall easily into that trap of valuing perspective a little bit too much. But that's not the problem. The problem was he valued his perspective when that perspective wasn't even his perspective in the first place. King Midas valued other people's perspective more than his own 
and he didn't even realize that. Why do you want so much money? Why do you want so much power? If you already have the things that you need, if you're already stable and secure, then why do you need more? Maybe it's because you just genuinely are hungry, have a big appetite. That's when you know you have an example of someone who, whose eyes is bigger than their stomach. And they think they want more than they actually do. That's an example of having the wrong perspective too. Having the eyes bigger than your stomach. But then another example, another reason why that might be the case is because you're too worried about how people see you. You think that once you reach a certain position, now you have to look like you're in that position so that people can treat you a certain way. Or even if you're not in that position, you feel like you got to fake it till you make it to get to that position. All that shit is fucking wrong. Valuing the wrong things. You're valuing how other people see you. Valuing other people's perspective more than your own perspective. You need to get right within. Get right internally. Understand what you really need to fucking value. So when I say that, I mean truly value your perspective. Not this bullshit the outside world is trying to get you to pay attention to. 